Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, first up tonight, um, I have a question for you. And I'd love your opinion on this, especially if you have dogs uh, as pets in the house or if you have dogs and children, because that's the issue that we want to talk about uh, tonight on the show. If you have pet dogs in your house and you also have children, how do you ensure that the children are safe from the dogs? Is it ever a worry for you that maybe your dogs could turn on your children? Now, it's something, as a dog owner, you never want to think that um, your dogs, because people, I know, I'm not a dog owner myself, I'm a cat person, but I know from friends of mine who are dog owners, they believe that their dogs would never, ever do uh, anything bad, that they would never, ever turn on children and that they could be trusted with their life. But sadly, that is not the case. And I'm mentioning this tonight because of an horrific story that is emerging from the UK uh, today where a 10-year-old boy was mauled to death by a dog. His name is uh, Jack Lease. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And uh, he was on a play date after school in a friend's house. You know, if you're a parent like myself, your kids have done that. They've gone to a friend's house after school for a play date. It's a fairly common uh, thing to happen. Anyway, uh, Jack was on a play date in a friend's house when the attack happened. And it's believed that the dog was the family dog of uh, that school friend. Now, the police say that by the time officers arrived, he was so severely injured that he could not be saved. Uh, the dog was destroyed and now they're trying to establish what breed the dog was. Uh, now, that's the bit that I find a bit strange that um, they don't know what the breed is. Surely, if you looked at the dog straight away, you would know uh, exactly what breed the dog was. But they haven't established that yet or maybe they just don't want to release that information. But the first thing I thought of when I heard of a 10-year-old uh, and I've seen photographs of this uh, child. He's a big child, like he's, he's not a small little child. How in God's name or what type of dog could have done that damage to a 10-year-old boy, could have mauled that 10-year-old boy to death? When you hear about a baby, you can kind of understand, you know, that a baby is defenseless, couldn't fight back. But a 10-year-old, um, what sort of dog did that? Now, Inside uh, the home, when the police arrived, the animal was said to be still acting aggressive, running around the premises and attempting to escape. And what the police said is, all we know at the moment is that the dog was very large and very powerful. Now, these tragic accidents seem to happen way too often, both here and abroad in the UK. But we want to hear from you right now on 087-188-0008. If you were a dog owner... If you own dogs and you happen to have children as well in the house, what measures do you put in place to ensure that your dogs do not attack? attack? And is it a case that any breed of dog is capable of attacking a child in that way? Can any breed of dog actually be trusted around children? 087-188-008 and your WhatsApps are coming in already and we'll play some of those in a couple of minutes. But first of all, I want to go to a woman who knows quite a bit about uh, dogs, Catherine Woods. You're very welcome along to Ireland's Classic Hits, Catherine. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. I'm, I'm just listening to the horrible story. There's, there's many, many loopholes in the story. Um, first of all, where were the adults? I mean, how could a dog, any dog, maul a child to death? So where were the adults? The other factors is, 
I would like I would love to question the family and you know in question and what first of all was the child trained around dogs was the children do they know how to behave around dogs was the dog sleeping was the dog eating was the dog lying in its bed did the child approach them you know unannounced which you should never approach a dog if it's sleeping eating in its you know its safe place um. I would say know your dog, but God, know your children more. Like teach your children how to be dog savvy and to behave around dogs. Um, it's very strange, though. I mean, where were the adults that ten-year-old was mauled to death? But, no but you, you know, it only takes it only takes a couple of. Well, in this we don't know, but it could. This yeah. could have all happened in the space of a minute. So you know, the kids could have been upstairs playing. They could have been in the back garden yeah. playing, and this yeah, just yeah. and this happened uh, in the space of a minute. So, do you believe then, as someone who knows uh, a lot more about dogs than than I do, do you believe children should ever be left alone? With, with yes, I mean, as as a known as a volunteer at Husky Rescue Ireland, and a lot of experience around larger breeds of dogs. I personally have four Akitas and I would trust them with any child, but I would not leave a child alone with my dog because you never know what a child, a small child particularly, would do to a dog. Pull its tail, poke it, annoy it. I would never leave a child alone with a dog. Older children, teenagers, you would hope that they would be dog savvy, that you could leave them alone. But I just, it's just I mean, I'd love to know what breed a dog this was. I'd love to, I'd love to know if the dog socialised, was the dog exercised enough, was the dog trained? I mean, the most important thing you can do with your dog is train your dog. The other thing is, is did the dog come from a breeder? Was the mother in distress having her puppies? You know, most dogs that come from breeders come with either behaviour problems or, you know, health problems. I would love to, I would have a hundred questions for this. I think it's absolutely horrific. Personally, I would say, train your dog, train your child. And I would never leave any child under 12 alone with any dog. Really? Uh, from the no, age from the age no, of I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Unless the, I knew the child was completely dog savvy, unless I knew the dog was absolutely exercised, a nice, you know, exercised, happy dog, I would have to know that the dog had been, you know, maybe to a behaviorist or to training classes or the dog had been around children. I mean if you if you rescue a dog and the dog has some small issues, sort them out. Be a responsible, you know, owner go to dog training classes, go to doggy parks, go to a trainer, go for some help and advice. Um, your dog should be able to be around children. But just personally, I wouldn't leave a child alone with my dogs. And my dogs are excellently behaved and they're Akitas. They're on the restricted list and they are so such well-behaved dogs. I would trust them with a child. But when my friends visit with children, I don't leave the children unattended. Okay, because I don't know them. Okay, they're Catherine, not my children. Okay, let me take... Take you back to that point you made about uh, that no 12-year-old should be um, alone with a dog. Now, I see in my estate, I see uh, kids younger than that uh, walking uh, the family pets all the time. What's wrong? For for just an example, if this dog is on the restricted breed, you have to be 18 and over to be able to walk in a restricted breed on leash. That's the law. Okay, but surely you don't have a problem with a 12-year-old walking to Jack Russell or, or a Chihuahua? No, but, or a Chihuahua. but what happens if the, if the 12-year-old is walking to Jack Russell and it gets attacked by another dog? Is that child able to save her Jack Russell? No. I think adults should walk the dogs. This is my opinion. And I think that adults should be responsible around the children, completely train your child in to respect the dog. Like, let the dog have its boundaries, have its space. If it's sleeping, you don't touch the dog. There's awful pictures going around Facebook at the moment you know, people putting their children on dogs' backs. 
that's animal abuse and it's also child abuse. Well, uh, yeah, that, 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 I know. When I see photographs of that, uh, that parents, yeah, the parents it's put up on, on on Facebook, and they think they think they're being, they think it's cute. You know what I mean? Oh, look at little Jack sitting on the back of the dog. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous, isn't and it? The other, the, how this problem exists is because breeders just sell their dogs for money. They don't home check, and they just give the dog to anyone. You know, they don't care that you have any experience with that breed. They just take your money, and you're probably going to end up with a dog with problems. People should always rescue. The rescue centre will. Um, severely home check and make sure that the children are dog savvy, make sure that these people know about this particular breed and then hopefully, you know, there won't be any incidences. But no. I, just, I just can't believe that a child was savage when there was adults in the house. I know. I'm shocked. I know. You know, it's just, if there's a dog attack, I personally carry a spray in my in my pocket when I walk my dogs in case another dog attacks them. I know they won't fight. Sorry, so what kind of spray do you keep on your person? I, a deodorant spray or a hairspray. It'll stop a fight. It could save a life. Really? Um, would, it, would it kind of like lynx or something stop a, a dog from fighting? Yeah. In a, in a, if a dog attacks my dogs, he's getting sprayed right in the eyes and that's it. Unless the owner can get him under control. Well, well I, never, I never knew that. No, I never yeah, knew that that was do, the thing. All it will do is sting the dog's eyes while the owner... He, as he's blinking, you'd hope the owner would get him under control and get him off, you know, away from my dog. Touch wood, it's never happened. But oh, there's so many factors here that I, I you know, I, I didn't see the story, but there's so many questions. You know, was the dog a happy dog? Was he exercised that day? OK, you know? I, I know. I know there's people listening because I can see the comments coming in. I know there are people listening now who are annoyed with uh, your comments that no 12-year-old should ever be uh, left alone why with a dog, even if, it, even if it's taking the dog okay. for a walk. OK, be- why risk it? Why risk it? If you love your child and you love your dog, why risk it? Train your child in from an early age. Yes, train your child in to walk the dog up and down the garden. But I would walk with the child until I knew they were absolutely safe with that dog. Because supposing a nine-year-old walking a little poodle, a big dog comes around the corner and decides to have a lunge at a poodle. The child could get mauled trying to save our dog. I wouldn't risk it. No, never wouldn't risk it. But then my... But then what would... my child enough and my dog enough not to risk either of them, put them in that situation. But what you risk doing then, uh, Catherine, is is you risk making children afraid of dogs. And, and no, this... no, no, no. You train your child in. You train your rescue dog in around children. You should know as an owner that your dog is completely and absolutely safe, as I know my four Akitas are. I know they're absolutely safe, and two of them had horrific starts before they arrived at Husky Rescue Ireland. And I trained them in, and I spent my fourth dog I have a home at the moment. He's a male Akita spent seven years chained up in a warehouse. He was a full-on guard dog when I got him. Terrified guard dog growling. Now he's perfect. A friend of mine comes in with her child and I taught him easy with the biscuit. He puts his tongue out to take the biscuit. But okay. as I said, my friend's child is seven and I would not leave him alone with my dog. Okay, one, I, one, I love the child and I love my dog. Okay, one final question for you, Catherine. And this is something yeah. that's, that goes on regularly uh, with my kids because... Um, they're at the stage where when we're out having a walk around the beach or in the park and they see a dog. I don't want my kids to be afraid of dogs. Uh, no, I, I no, really don't. Do you, should you let kids go over and pet dogs? Like if it... always, always ask the owner, particularly if it's a dog that's come from, from a very bad situation. I would always say to the owner, is it okay um, for my child to pet your dog? And if the owner is absolutely sure, of course. Two of my dogs would lick the child to death, lick them from head to toe. <clears throat> Always check with the owner. Personally, I find it's the smaller dogs are the snappiest. Oh, know? absolutely. The little ankle boys. Just stay there for a second, please, Catherine. 087 188 
is our text or WhatsApp number if you want to send in a message. I know a lot of you are, and I'll get to your voice notes uh, in a couple of moments. We're talking about that tragic incident that happened in Wales uh, yesterday where a 10-year-old boy was mauled to death by a dog. And sadly, when stories like this appear in the news, it really brings it to the fore. And, you know, this is the best time to debate these things because if this conversation tonight can prevent that happening again, um, then it's a good thing to talk about this. It's uh, Ireland's classic hits with Jeremy Dixon here sitting in for Niall Boylan. Let me go to, let me go to Ruth. Um, or oh, sorry, Debbie. How are you, Debbie? Sorry, Debbie is there. You there, Debbie? I am. Oh, you're I'm very here. welcome along. Uh, now, Debbie, tell me about what happened to your son. He was playing, a group of young lads was playing and they were going to the friend's house to play the Xbox. And the friend says, Mommy's just, his mommy was just away to the shop and she was coming back down. So they had gone on the, they had gone on to the house and uh, he'd opened, I didn't get all of it, he had opened the door and the dog had jumped out. He, he was actually cornered on the stairs. So he was, uh, the dog had got him on the side and on his ankle. Uh, his brother actually tried to pull the dog off him so that I'm sorry, what, yeah. br- what breed of dog was this? A pit bull. A pit bull, okay. Yeah. I was so scared. That's the, like, I didn't realise that it, on the phone that that, uh, God bless that child is dead. But for us, it was, a, it was literally a fright. The blood was down him. He was grey, so he was, he just was in shock, this dog. And actually nothing could be done. He went to the doctors. We took him to the doctors because, like, he was, the, you could see the actual bites right around where he got him. Oh, my God. got him on ankle. Yeah, it was pretty. Like, it still marked a bit. But we went to the doctors, and the doctor had said they go to the guards, and they contact the, the point. So they went to the guards, and they told the story that he went down to the friend's house. The mommy was away to the shop. They opened the door, and all they're getting is the dog in the middle of the stairs, had had him up against the wall at the, at the wall. And sorry, was this was this a completely unprovoked attack? Yeah, he Co- just went under went under the friend's house. And no, no, sorry, and the, the reason I'm asking that is because a lot of times when something like that happens, people say, oh, the kid must have been pulling the dog's tail or the kid must have been uh, jumping on the dog's back or whatever. But this was completely unprovoked. Yeah, no, he wasn't because he was petrified. Like, yeah, we didn't actually know straight off. It was a friend that had come down, his friend had come down and was like, he's bet, he's bet, he's bet. And we get up and it was just great. The, ma- the mauler came back and she wasn't sympathetic at all. So she goes, and it was just, he shouldn't have been on the house. Uh, but yeah, he just shouldn't have been on the house. But then our thing was with when we contacted the point, which we were told to do, they couldn't do nothing. The dog, nothing could be done to the dog because my son was then the dog's territory. So it was. Sorry, hang on, hang on a sec. The dog couldn't be destroyed because uh, it, it was the dog's house. Yeah, he, he, the dog, what they were saying was the dog was protecting uh, his. So, yeah, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. I've never and heard of that before. Now, generally what happens in a situation like that is, uh, and I mean, it's a conversation for another night, but generally what happens in a situation like that is once a dog snaps, once a dog snaps once, there is no question at all. There's no second chances. Once a dog snaps once, it is generally uh, dis- destroyed. Uh, and that should have been the case there. Yeah, we thought, no, we we did think, and it was more, 
there was anger, there was hurt, there was like, I just had a ticket out, nobody was listening, that this dog had bit him. The, the scars were visible there, so it was, the friend turned around and had said that the dog had went at him, and uh, no, he was, um, he was, because um, the guards went up, the guards actually went up to the house, they had pwned him, and they went up the house, and the guard woman actually turned around and said, put him on, and not, not protect him, get him out of, put him out of the way, so it was safer that the guard that's that, that that is absolutely crazy uh, do me a favor and stay there for a second please uh debbie let me go to let me go to johnny john you're on ireland's classic hits good evening jeremy how are you doing that's a shocking story isn't it that nothing was done uh to the dog generally a dog would be destroyed over something like that that's i find that bizarre i really do yeah, it is. I mean, any, anything that involves um, animals and children is... Uh, sorry, John, I'm actually, sorry for cutting across you. I'm actually going to have to get you back, if that's OK, in the clearer line. I just can't hear uh, John's very muffled line. We'll try and get you back uh, in a second, please, uh, John. 87 8 if you want to get in on this. We're talking about dogs and children and whether or not the two can ever mix and how to keep them safe. Here is Elizabeth on WhatsApp. Anyone that thinks that their dog would never hurt somebody is very, very foolish. Um, we have two golden retrievers considered the friendliest dogs in the world we have three children and our dogs are never left alone with our children for the simple reason they're an animal at the end of the day they could be the best dog in the world but if you get them on the wrong day they might have a sore ear they might be uncomfortable in a situation children don't know how to read those signs so our children are never left alone with our dogs yeah, my wife is a, is a veterinary nurse, uh, so she's fairly well up on this stuff on dog behaviour. And and she, again, she would agree with you completely that uh, she believes that a no dog, no breed of dog, no matter how big, uh, no matter how small, uh, can be trusted. Uh, you know, and you may think there's people listening to this show right now who are looking at their little dog up on the sofa with you, uh, maybe sitting on your lap and you think little whatever the dog's name is, little Roly or whatever, uh, is the cutest little dog. And you could put your your child, could put their hand in the, the dog's mouth and the dog still wouldn't do anything. Um, but you just never know. And it's that probability, even if there is a slight uh, chance, a slight probability uh, that something is going to happen. Why would you take that risk uh, with your child? Let me go to, let me go to Des. How are you, Des? You're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Good evening. Oh my God, that's very noisy. Des, are you out having a run or something like that? Okay, we'll try and get Des back on a, on a better line. I don't know. He's on an aeroplane or, or something like that. Anyway, Des was about to say he has two dogs um, and he leaves them with the grandchild. Now, I have to say, I'll have an issue with Des when you come on the show. Uh, let me read out this message. Hi, I'm 48 and have three Stafford, Staffordshire Bull Terriers and one rescue Lurcher pup. We regularly have the uh, the two grandkids who are two years old in and would never leave the dogs alone with them. Uh, and my dogs are well-trained and quiet. No kids should be left alone with these animals. They need supervision at all times. That woman, Catherine, is 100% correct. A lot of these people get dogs and haven't got a clue how to manage them, says Tom. Now, what they would say, and I've been listening to this argument for a long time, Tom, what they would argue is that there's, there's no such thing as a bad dog. It's just a bad uh, owner. And that if you train your dog properly, uh, they will never hurt a fly. Now, I call bull on that. Now, Des, we got you back there. How are you? 
Are you there, Des? I'm, I'm late night radio. Sorry, <laughs> there you are. How are things? Sorry, I thought you were in a wind tunnel or something like that. Oh, no, you... yeah, no. Now, Des... Yeah, no, I agree totally with the girl, the first girl. I have two dogs myself and I have a very young grandchild in the house. And I, won't, I wouldn't leave the room. I'd bring the baby with me. And what, what, I wouldn't even go to another room. Even, even like our kitchen has no doors, so I could see into one of the other rooms. I wouldn't even leave that room. Not even, not even for a second. Not for a second. Okay, so what breed are the dogs, Des? I've a Jack Russell long-haired, and I've a Bassa Hound. Now, Jack Russell, I used to own a Jack Russell. Well, my wife did, and I hated the bloody thing. Yeah, um, no, this is a quiet one now, you know. And yeah, I've, but, I've had dogs all my life. And my daughters had dogs all their lives as well. I find Jack Russell's, now I'm sorry uh, as a Jack Russell owner, if there's any other Jack Russell li- owners listening, uh, I find Jack Russell's a very aggressive dog. They're small, but what they make up, or what they lack in height, they make up for in anger. They're just a yeah, very, yeah. very they angry can't... dog, aren't they? Yeah, you can get a lot of small dogs like that. I think that they try to be brave against bigger dogs, you know, that sort of way. Like... And when the grandchildren come over to the house, is this something? No, I, li- I have a grandchild living in the house. Oh, okay, okay. And she'd be one now in a couple of weeks, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust my dog, either of the dogs. Not even, not even to be in the same room. Oh yeah, in the same room. But I, there will be an adult in the room all the time. And have you ever seen anything uh, with your dogs, behaviour-wise, that would that would lead you to believe that they might uh, they might no. attack? No, the dogs have come over to the baby and sniffed her if she's crawling on the floor, and I'd be right beside the dog just in case because. My, the bass hound tends to sit beside you now and you're not, if you're ignoring her she'll kind of scrape your leg looking for a pet but I'd be afraid of my life now if she was to scrape the baby she'd be mauled even her face even a scrape like I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself there's a friend of mine well, there's a friend of mine Des and I hope she's not listening to the show tonight because she'd be very annoyed with me saying this uh, but she regularly puts photographs up on Facebook of this and she has a child who was five years of age lovely little boy and the dog is a Labrador and she lets the Labrador sleep in with the five-year-old in bed every night. And she puts photographs oh. up on Facebook. Um, beautiful, beautiful black she has She has serious issues. I had a Labrador years ago. That, that, that's serious issues. Do you think that's, so? Oh, absolutely. And look, at, come here, we're talking about a life here. These are dogs, okay? And I love dogs. I'm a dog lover. How could you let a Labrador sleep with a baby? Like, well, no, no, no. The, the child's five. I think he's five or six. Yeah, it's five year old, not a baby, Jeremy. Well, suppose I suppose they are. And uh, is a five year old life not as important abs- as any other age life? Oh, listen, listen. Don't get me wrong. I'm on your side. I think it's ridiculous. Um, but she believes, and she believes that that dog is is trustworthy and that it would not harm a fly. And has the dog spoke to the, the, the owner and said, "Yeah, I'm not going to push that child." Like, is she that mad? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Dogs, you never know what's, dogs are what's dogs. yeah, you never know what's going on in the dog's mind, do you? I would never forgive myself if I went out of that room for a second and that baby's face was scrubbed. Not saying but this, but even scrubbed. I would be. I'd never forgive myself. Yeah, you, you couldn't. But I, do me, do me a favor. Stay there for a second, Daz, because I want to get uh, your opinion on this. Uh, and I want all of you to get involved in this, okay? Um, I'm sure she won't mind me talking about her. I haven't named her or anything like that. Uh, but I just want to see what uh, the attitude is towards this and do a social experiment with every single one of you uh, listening at the moment, okay? And here is the question. And it's about this friend of mine. Now, she's not a very good friend. I used to work with her and we're, we happen to be still friends on Facebook. But every night, and I know this because she posts regularly on Facebook, every night, my friend leaves her five-year-old son 
in the room, in his bedroom, with a black Labrador dog sleeping at the end of the bed. Okay, so just picture that five-year-old kid uh, in his own bedroom uh, and a Labrador sleeping at the end of the bed. Now, I don't know if the bedroom door is open or closed, but I don't think that's irrelevant anyway. Uh, But do you see anything wrong with that? Simply text yes or no to 87 188 treble zero eight. Send that on WhatsApp now. Yes or no to 087-188-0008. Just think of that scenario for a moment. Put yourself in the shoes of that woman. Is there anything wrong with my friend leaving a Labrador asleep at the bottom of the bed of her five-year-old son? WhatsApp. Yes or no to 087-188-0008. I just want to get a feeling on this and find out, am I being over the top here? Am I being uh, too helicopter parent about this? Or is this absolutely mental? Get those uh, texts in now. And let me go to Yvonne. How are you, Yvonne? Good evening. Hi, how are you? I think you're going to be unfriended in the morning. Well, uh, I didn't tell her I was on the show tonight, so oh, hopefully she... Uh... I, I'm sure it'll get to her, yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying anything bad about her. I mean, I'm just saying it wouldn't be for me. And she's put photographs up on, on Facebook and all the people that comment underneath say, oh, that's so oh, cute. Yeah, that's I know, so cute. Yeah. And I feel, I've, there's so many times I've felt like commenting underneath saying, you are absolutely crazy. What are you doing? Well, uh, maybe in, from her perspective, because... Like, I know it depends on dogs now as well. Now, I'd never be 100% uh, comfortable leaving kids with dogs, but maybe she, there are some dogs who are quite protective over the kids in the family, so maybe that's what's going on there, that, you know, that's why he's in the bed, is he uh, the type of animal that's protective over the child and likes to be with him. Um, you know, I, I believe people that do it, at that more deep down, they do feel that, that it's okay. The people that do it. Now, me... I, I would never, I just don't have that kind of brain. You would always have that little thing, you know, maybe something could go wrong, so I wouldn't. And I have kids myself that are, and they're in the living room at the moment now with the dog, and I even see it, and she's a lovely little thing, and she's quiet, but if she's curled up in a ball asleep, and even if one of them puts their hand near her, she lets a growl, like, as, and like I keep saying, that's her way, she can't speak, so that's her way of saying F off and leave me alone. Like Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I'm a cat person, not a dog person. Uh, when a dog wags its tail, does that mean it's, 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 getting, it's getting pissed off, basically? Is that... No, I don't think so. Oh, I thought, I thought it was. She wags her tail when she's really, really excited and happy. Oh, okay. Um, when she kind of goes into defensive mode, her tail nearly curls under in between her, her back legs, like, you know, so... That's what I think anyway. I just always thought Waggy Tail was a happy dog. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. You know yeah. what? All these years, any time... And she do, because when she sees people, if people come to the door, like if she, her tail just goes 90 miles an hour. It's, it's flapping away when she's excited. I wouldn't think it goes like that. Um, what, what did you think? That they wag their well, tail? Well, come there? here. I've literally, all my life, uh, I've always... Someone obviously told me somewhere, I read it online or something like that. I always believed that when a dog starts wagging its tail profusely, that it means it's, it's, it's not happy and it's, it's really, really uh, annoying. No, from my experience now, it would be a total opposite. Okay, um, well, that shows. Yeah. Because any time I've seen this happening, I've always said to my kids, get away from the dog, get away, get away. No, get away. no, no. <laughs> he's attacking, he's attacking. But that's not the case at all. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. But this case in, in the UK, I, I wasn't aware of the story. Until yeah, it's tonight. very, it's very sad. And I read up on it, but yeah. like from what I read, apparently the owner of the dog wasn't it was a neighbour was minding the dog and the dog had bitten somebody the weekend previous 
I read that so. now that's an unconfirmed report uh, I read right. that as well there's a, there's a lot still to, to be released about this story um, that, Yeah, well, that, but I think when you hear little things like that that has obviously been picked up by journalists by the locals in the area who but, would have the, you know they'd be the ears to the ground they'd know what would have went on in the neighbourhood yeah. around the last few days and it seemed like the dog was known like and but, a snappy kind of dog so but as I was just saying there to the girl I just think with all these, like it's not the first time that this has happened and with all the times that it has happened, especially with that breed of dog, people with that breed of dog, why they still take the chances just beyond me, I just don't understand. Because they believe that their dog will never, ever betray them because dog owners, a lot of dog owners are crazy. They actually are crazy. You think cat well, owners are crazy? Well, it is, it is the owners, yeah. It's yeah. actually the owners, yeah. Because and they, they do believe that. And, you can't and, predict your, you can't predict, and it doesn't matter how sweet the dog is or how tame the dog is, it's a dog at the end of the day, you know, and it's, it's, it's going to defend itself if it feels that someone is coming at it. Now, not saying that that little boy went at the dog, maybe not. Maybe that dog was just crazy. Yeah, I mean, judging by the police report, the dog was like a lunatic when, yeah. when the police came into the house. So it's just one of these unfortunate uh, events yeah. that, um, and uh, sadly, we're talking about it here tonight and it, it's going to happen again. It, it really is yeah, because it yeah. because a lot of dog owners and I'm going to, thanks for your call, um, Yvonne. I'm going to tell you a story in a second that's probably going to piss a few of you off if you are uh, dog owners. But this is a, it's a gripe of mine. But let me go to, uh, let me go to Thomas first. Uh, Thomas, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you? How are you? Now, um, you were bitten by a dog when you were 10 years of age. Yeah, no, my mother was on there a few minutes ago. Ah, so that's, that was herself. It. Okay. Tell yeah, me. no, that, that was myself. No, it was well, plain, usual, usual stuff. And... He said his mother was gone to the shop if we'd come in and play the, the PlayStation. And as we walk in the door, there was nothing said, no sign of a dog or nothing. And he opened up the sitting room door. And next thing, this big pit bull comes running straight at me. Straight away, right up the stairs, I was gone. This was the first, the door was closed. The, the, everyone was standing at the door. The dog was just coming straight at me. And I was up the stairs and had got me right into the corner. And I had grabbed a hold of my ankle there. It had pulled me and then I had gone to my side. Now I'm scared for life with it. Where, where, where are your scars? I'm scarred on my hip and right down on my ankle. I'm scarred badly on my hip as well. So the dog... The the guard, do- now guards were called, now bleeding, bleeding badly. Guards were called, the guards went in, as, as, as you heard my mother was saying about the guards and the dog warden and unfortunately the dog could not could be done to the dog because, yeah, I was invited into the house but well, I was in the dog's territory. Well, with the, with, the, with the greatest respect, that's that's absolutely ludicrous because, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Uh, you could be sitting in a dog's kennel uh, with a dog. That doesn't matter. Um, if the dog attacks, the dog attacks and it should be destroyed. Uh, and, the, and the guard's report and everything is there to say exactly what has happened. But according to them, because I was in the dog's territory, it was my fault. Is what that's they were that's saying. nonsense. I had gone nowhere near dogs because I was actually afraid of dogs there. Now let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. That was several years ago, and I can I can hear it in your voice, even uh, rem- remembering this story, that it's still very raw with you. And you, not only do you still have the physical scars of that attack, you also have the mental scars uh, as well, which will never go away. How has that incident changed your opinion of dogs? Are you afraid of them now? Would you ever own one? I wouldn't. No, I have my own. I had a. A Labrador now, unfortunately, he wasn't there. Uh, he, he didn't live very long, something happened to him, and we just had to, there was nothing we could do. But now we have a little 
Chihuahua, but we've I've a young lad at home, and I won't let the I won't let Hunter near him. I let it now. We go out for walks, but Hunter's he's by one side of me, and the dog's on the other side. But I just can't. I don't trust dogs just for the simple reason is God only knows what way they turn. You might have a dog trained and all that it to be perfect. You think it's perfect until the next second snap. And that and that's all it takes. That's, that's all it takes. All it takes is snap because all it took was for. The, the boy to open up the door and the dog was gone straight at me. I was a predator in his eyes. Well, I'm sorry you had to go through that all those years ago. And I'm sorry you, you like you will bear those scars for the rest yep. of your life. Um, and thanks for being so brave t- talking to us about this story, Tomas. Uh, that's Tomas, who was, uh, as you heard, um, horrifically attacked by a dog at the age of 10. Still talking about it now. Uh, it's still very raw, uh, as you can hear. Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note on 087-188-008. Jeremy, you could have the best dog on the planet you could and um, the most friendly dog with the family. But, you know, get him on a bad day and he could just turn. That's just in the nature of the dog. Cheers, pal. Yes, I absolutely agree with you, Neil. Uh, it is the nature of a dog. I mean, before they were domestic animals, they were in the wild, they were wolves, and uh, people don't like to hear that either. But yeah, that is that is the case. Um, we're looking for clarity, by the way. If anybody can give me clarity on the whole uh, tail wagging thing. What does a dog wagging its tail mean? Because uh, Graham in Limerick has been on to us and he says, uh, when a dog wags its tail, it means he's excited. Okay, so that's one thing. And then uh, complete opposite uh, from Deirdre. She says a stiff, tall, tense wagging tail can indicate anxiety and tension. So there's two completely uh, different different things we're getting. And in fact, Deirdre, uh, you're on the line. I'm going to come to you in a second if you can hang on there for a moment. Is that okay? Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. It is Ireland's classic hits. It is the Nile Boylan Show live for a Tuesday night with Jeremy Dixon here live until 11 o'clock. And we want to hear from you. We'll take a couple more calls uh, on this after the break. Uh, we're talking about dogs and children and whether or not uh, the two can be ever left alone together. If you want to get in on this, uh, text us now, 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. I would love to hear from you on this. And also, if you can get some clarity on the whole da- uh, tail thing, because it'd be great to walk away from this uh, conversation tonight with to be a bit more wiser about, uh, about dog behaviour and what we should be looking out for. So if you know anything about dog behaviour, and in particular the tails uh, and what them wagging means... Uh, give us a call. Yes, with the non-multi-award winning Jeremy Dixon sitting... No, I have won awards, actually. What are you talking about, Jeremy? Cup on. Yes, with Jeremy Dixon sitting in for Niall uh, live tonight on Ireland's Classic Hits. And uh, that number again, 087-188-0008 if you want to get in on the conversation. We are talking about dogs and children. I'm just going to take a couple more calls uh, on this. Uh, we're talking about whether or not children are ever safe around dogs. And if you're a dog owner, how you keep uh, children and dogs safe from each other. Now, let me go to uh, Deirdre. Sorry for holding you for so long, Deirdre. How no are you? No panic, Germany. How are you? I'm not too bad. Now, uh, what the point you're about to make is one which I believe as well. And it's all about people humanising their dogs, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, well, I'm a dog trainer and behaviourist here in Ennis for about 20 years. And I definitely have seen a trend towards people babying their dogs. You know, they go to doggy daycare. They have to have walkers in. They have to have blueberry berry facials. They have to have designer clothes. Um, oh, oh hang on, back up there. Talk to me about a blueberry facial for a oh, dog. Oh, blueberry facial, yes, it's all the rage, yes. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm a groomer as well, and, and I love my job, but, you know, you'd see a lot of salons pushing these um, nearly 
fairly human-like treatments for dogs and they're a selling point to get, you know, certain types of dog owners in with their pooches to get these human-like treatments. Um, and I think it's just all going towards this trend of treating dogs like a little miniature baby or as, or as a trial for a baby in some unfortunate cases. Um, and dogs don't do well. They get very stressed out if they don't have boundaries and leadership and, and a good solid walk every day which a lot of these dogs aren't getting you know No a lot of dogs and this is a conversation for another night as well there's so many conversations we could have about this <laughs> uh, I see so many examples of this uh, in the estate where I live where um, people get dogs and uh, knowing that they work 40 hours a week and knowing that they're going to be out of the house for the whole day and they get the dogs and then they go off to work at 7 in the morning they're not home till 6 in the evening and the poor dogs are left at home alone for that length of time. You can hear them crying. I do hear them crying uh, from the kitchens or out the back gardens because they've been left alone for so long. And the thing about a dog is the reason I don't have a dog is because I don't have the time for a bloody dog. That's why I have cats, because cats don't require that much work. Yeah, absolutely. But, but a dog uh, a dog is a lot of work. A dog is nearly as much work as a child. Absolutely. I have five dogs and two children and I'm a single mother and um, so I appreciate the work there. But um, back to your comment there about the, 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 the tail wagging because it does, as you said, it, it, it does cause a lot of confusion and it, it really does depend on the context. Uh, you know, a loosely waggy, wagging tail, a happy dog, loose body language. You know, you can tell from the overall demeanour of the dog that that's a happy dog. But if the dog is very stiff and not really moving and maybe his ears are back and maybe the, what, the, the whites of his eyes are showing and if he's tail is straight up and it's just flagging really slowly, that can be a sign of danger, all right. Ah, so okay. it's not just the, the, the tail wagging, um, but you're right, you know, there is this misconception that, oh, his tail was wagging and then he attacked, you know, like he suddenly went mental. Um, but tail wagging can be, in some cases, in, in the overall context, it can be a precursor to the dog, not necessarily attacking, but just being uncomfortable, a bit anxious, a bit stressed, and maybe best to get him out of that situation. Okay, that's interesting. And I think a lot of people should should pay attention to that because uh, they are warning signs. uh, Exactly. And, and, you know, I said that to to your um, researcher there earlier. I think in general, most dog owners um, are totally um, ignorant to most body signals that dogs give. And I'm not saying that as a criticism. Um, There just doesn't seem to be the information out there about, you know, stress signals for dogs, which if you were better educated on, would potentially decrease some of these issues around dogs and children. You know, if you can recognise that your dog is uncomfortable, you know, things like licking their lips, yawning, looking away. You know, if your dog looks uncomfortable, he can't write you a letter and tell you. He's relying on you to interpret his body language because that's all he has, you know. Well, uh, it's been lovely talking to you. It's been an eye-opener. Uh, I learned about dog behaviour and I learned about black... What was it? Blackberry facials? Blueberry facials. Blueberry I don't f- do them, unfortunately. <laughs> and, again, another conversation for the other night. Would a dog sit still and let someone perform a blueberry facial on him? Well, they're in a bath and they're tethered, so they don't, oh, they don't have much say in the matter. But oh, most dogs, if they're used to the grooming process, are quite happy. It's all very safe on their face and, and their eyes. Oh, um, so they feel better afterwards, I'm sure. Some people- some people have more money than sense. Thanks very much for your call, Deirdre. Two final calls on uh, this. Let me go to let me go to Johnny first. Johnny, how are you? Jeremy, how are you? Grand, welcome to Ireland's Classic Hits. Now, you have a very strong opinion about this. Uh, you don't believe dogs should be even kept as pets. I don't believe that dogs can be kept as pets. I mean, for anyone out there claims that they love animals... Why would you, and you've, you've actually just almost hit the nail on the head with that lady that just spoke and uh, your, your last comments as well. When you decide, for example, you have a dog and maybe you've had it for 
um, a couple of months or a couple of years, right? And you decide that you're going to go on a holiday with your family and you just pack your gear and you just disappear and you put your dog into a kennel or you leave it with some strangers. How do you think that affects that dog? You cannot tell that dog, I'll be back in a fortnight or I'll be back next week. You just disappear. That dog is going to fresh. Uh, and and depending on the amount of time that you've owned the dog, that threaten is going to be very severe because you've actually, in reality, abandoned the dog. Yeah, they don't. You, they don't know that you're coming back. They, I, they don't know. The, yeah, and and they they they're probably because I'm, they, dogs are very intelligent. They're probably wondering what what the f- did I what have I done to deserve this? But, Do you know what I mean? But you're, I, you're you're coming that nobody should have dogs for pets. What would happen to all the dogs then if people just stopped having them as pets? They wouldn't be bred so much by people that are only breeding for for, for, for financial gain. I mean, that's that's what the dog dog uh, business is a business right now. Oh, completely. People out yeah. there, people out there are they breeding dogs? They're getting four, five hundred, six hundred quid or more for a, a puppy. So, so that's what would happen. The dog breeding uh, scandal, where people don't care who they like, people that are selling dogs to people or selling puppies, they. They should be vetting the people that they're giving them to. Do you know what I mean? That's why half of these dogs that are bought for Christmas, for example, end up in um, in, in the, the homes. Oh, uh, completely, the completely. Homes. Yeah, yeah. Because... Do you know what I mean? This, the dogs are a business, and they shouldn't be a business. Okay, it's so stop, stop having dogs for pets. That's your, that's your, your answer. Well, it is, yeah, it is. I, I, I just think that it's wrong. And, I, and I'll give you an example uh, as well about uh, about dogs and from, from another uh, point of view. My ex-wife, my children always wanted a dog and I wouldn't allow them to have a dog because I just, because I love dogs too much to own one because I know that they're going to fret when I leave to go to wherever I'm going to go. Um, when me and my ex-wife kind of went into a separation situation. As soon as I was gone, the first thing she'd done was she bought a dog for the kids. Ah, it was okay. kind of a way. It was kind of a way to say, "Oh well, your daddy was such and such because he yeah. wouldn't buy I'm you a dog." I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. I'm yeah. doing it now. Yeah, your daddy now, wouldn't let you. Yeah, right. Six months after she bought the dog for them children. That dog, and it was a small breed of dog, it wasn't a pit bull, it wasn't a vicious, um, regarded kind of dog. It bit my son's ear clean off his flipping head. So it actually actually bit his ear off? Completely off. Absolutely completely off. Yeah. And this was a small dog. This wasn't one of these that are, you know, that you'd be more wary of, like a Doberman, a Pitbull, or a, a Rottweiler. This was just a small dog, and it wasn't even a Jack Russell. I mean, Jack Russell's there, as you said earlier on in the show, very vicious. You know what I mean? Dogs are volatile. Dogs, and, you know, no matter how well they've been bred and they've been tamed, they have their own attitudes, and they can have an attitude for any reason whatsoever. But the thing is, what I'm trying to say is that any dog... Can react in any way nothing is safe with them and a lot of this there why there's so many dogs out there is people are are making money they're gaining yeah. from breeding these dogs and, and, and tell me this sorry if, you, sorry if you come across here john um tell me this about your, your son how is he now like what are how bad yeah are he, yeah he had to have plastic surgery over um, over over a number of years to try and repair his ear Jesus. um yeah it seems to be it seems to be healing up quite well you can still see 
that there's, uh, you know, that there was a, a serious incident that happened. But I mean, the dog took the ear clean off. I mean, you know, there was very little left for them to stitch whatever they recovered back onto it. There was a lot of plastic surgery uh, and a lot of money involved to get the thing sorted out. The money, don't get me wrong, that's not the issue. The issue that I'm getting to is that it doesn't matter how big or small the dog is, it can do the same or it can do very serious damage to yeah, a child. I agree with you. And I'm sorry to hear about what happened to your uh, son. Thank you very much for your call, Johnny. Let me go to one last call on this and then I'll play a couple of your voice notes. If you want to get in some WhatsApp voice notes very quick, you can do so. 087-188-008. Tony, uh, apologies for keeping you on hold for so long. How are you? All right, how are you going, lad? Not too bad. You're on Ireland's classic hits now. I am. Um, tell, I... Me, tell me what happened in your house. I had a dog for years, and I, and then I got married, and I had a kid, and the kid was in the house, and the dog just kind of growled at the, the child first. And I said, well, you know, I gave him a little kind of a snap, and he wanted to do that. Next thing I kind of, another day later, he put his mouth around her shoulder. Oh, my God. And, and then he got the bullet. <laughs> and then he had to put down. But like, I'm sorry, was, was, was the boy bad? No, he didn't bite. He put his, he just put the his mouth around her shoulder. He didn't bite. Okay, okay. But uh, he gave her a warning, and I said to myself, okay, see, when you bring a child, a, a dog, a child into a dog's life, I'm afraid that dog will get very jealous very fast. It's the most dangerous thing of them all. Especially, hear that woman first one talking. She said, oh, I would not leave the dog with my children. I'd be always there with him. Yes. And my God, if that dog attacks that child, how could she do it? I'm sorry, sorry, Tony, for cutting across you. That was enough of a warning sign uh, for you when you saw that happen that you said, that's it. Well, that's it. Full stop. Bang. Done. I couldn't. You, you, you just can't. You, once they give you the warning, I'm afraid if you don't take it, you could suffer from it. Now, now, in fairness, Tony, you got the dog put down when the dog didn't actually do anything. I Yeah, he was going to do it that. Mm, was he, though? Yeah, yeah, he growled a couple of times, and he put him, he put it, he snapped like, but he didn't bite, but he snapped. Okay. And I'm, and I'm afraid it's time to put him down, because there's too many people getting injured from dogs. And you know what? It's it, it bull terriers and rockwellers and gym dogs are not for children, especially any child that comes into the house that, that's not your child. Because if you if you were playing with that child, if that child could be playing with another child. That I was protecting that child. And that's why he'll attack the child. Yep. It's a lot to do with that too. If you if your dog gives the fucking warning, if you don't take it, you could suffer the long down down the road. I agree with you, and you would never ever forgive yourself. Thank you very much for your call, uh, Tony. Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note. Hi, Jeremy. Um, Darian here. Just Hi, Darian. Say that a number of years ago. We had, myself, my daughter, my son, we had a little West Highland Terrier. We got him from the time he was 14 weeks old. Um, Then there was a time he was really answered to my daughter because she kind of trained him and reared him all the rest. But one day he got out onto the road and he would not come back for me. And I had to go into work and then come back and try and get him. And I put him into the naughty chair whatever you want to call it anyway he knew he was or she knew she was in trouble and um i left her there and then later on that evening my daughter rang she was at the airport coming from some holiday and i just turned around to the dog and said am i are we are we back on track 
and she went for my nose and bit my nose and I ended up getting stitches in my nose. Now, I will say the doctor and the vet both said it was my call because there were no small children in the house. But I will add that I never, ever let that dog near children ever again. And um, I'd say, yeah, you have to err on the side of caution. Yeah, and I think that's a fair point. Well made, uh, Darianne. Always err on the side of caution when it comes to, to animals. And uh, like that man said, that previous caller, Tony, if there's even a, a hint that the dog is going to attack, you are better off, uh, you're better off, um, you know, either getting rid of the dog, getting the dog rehomed or whatever, because you would never be able to live with yourself if uh, something like that uh, did happen. Now, let me read out a couple of your uh, text messages. Uh, thank you very much for all your messages. Uh, I wouldn't let he wouldn't let his kids alone have a dog because of how much he loves them too much. Uh, no wonder she divorced him. Says that message. That's not very nice. He was being well. He was being a proper parent. He was doing what uh, a lot of parents do and putting the foot down because kids always say, "Oh, I want a dog. I want a horse. I want this and I want that." Um, you, you can say no to them. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to say yes to your kids all the time. Uh, This message says humans could easily turn on other humans too. Humans are also animals. Well, no, humans are humans and animals uh, are animals. They're completely different, uh, Isabel. Um, And yes, humans do turn on each other and humans sometimes turn on each other without giving warning signs, but you don't keep a human uh, as a pet. Well, maybe you do in your house, but certainly not uh, in other uh, houses. And there's another one um, who's accused of me uh, saying that I'm spouting dribble. That Jeremy fella is uh, spouting a lot of dribble, uh, says Will. Now, Will, uh, maybe I am spouting, but we drivel, I'm spouting. Dribble is what a dog does. Uh, Drivel is what I do. Okay, so dribble dog, drivel Jeremy. Uh, So happy to clear that up for you. Anyway, thank you very much for all your calls, your comments and your texts. That has been... It's been an eye-opener for me, I suppose, as someone who is not a dog person, just to see how people feel about dogs. And, you know, some people just treat them like family members. But let this conversation be a warning to you. We shouldn't be afraid of dogs, and you shouldn't be teaching your children to be afraid of dogs. But you should always tell them, you know, um, if it is a stranger's dog or a neighbor's dog, you know, just, just be careful. Keep them at arm's length because they are unpredictable. Like every animal, it's unpredictable. Thank you very much for your calls, your comments, and your texts. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.